0: Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents The Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by TJS Ceramics, Posh Boutique in the Bridges at 57, The Sky in T, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and Sunny's Pizzeria. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations. A true lover of arts, entertainment, good food and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Hawley.
1: Hey, welcome everybody. The Sioux Falls Canaries, our local baseball team, playing decent baseball. That's not always the case, but you can always count on being entertained at the old birdcage. Game Day Entertainment Director John Gaskins tells us what's been a hit so far this season and what we can expect for the rest of their quote-unquote parties. The Mighty Course and Art Players Managing Artistic Director Brian Shipper gets us caught up on what has been, what is, and what will be happening at MCAP, including a very unique live recording of two popular local podcasts. Hmm wonder what could be one of them but first let's pop the cork on this bubbly little show time to grab your favorite beverage lift it high and toast it to being thursday aka weekend eve
0: hey the weekend isn't around the corner it's here
1: so long hump day and your frumpy way we say hello to thursdays with opening nights The weekend is near, and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty, we can't wait for Friday. So a day early, we start the party. Wherever you might be, whatever you might be doing, whatever you toast with, and whatever you're toasting that liquid in, is going to depend upon a number of things. But regardless, lift it high, and toast it to being warm people. (laughs) Here's the story behind it this week. I met John Runyon to talk about some ideas for this year's Supercon Entertainment. First time I met the guy, absolutely loved meeting him. He's spent a fair amount of time in California. And one of his California friends ask him what it's like living here, primarily referring to the winters, not so much the summers. He says, the weather's not warm, but the people are. Love it. Let's keep being warm people the weekend Eve toast is brought to you by the sky in tea the sky provides all caps fun that is best had with friends have fun playing darts shooting pool have fun listening to great live music from local musicians or have fun singing at karaoke need some extra room to hold a company party or a benefit the sky's back room fits the bill no matter what's going on at the sky it's local and it's lively. It's time to choose a lucky winner of Pizza with a Podcaster. Everyone that follows the Dave Holly Hour on Facebook or Instagram is automatically entered to win a free pizza from Sonny's Pizzeria. We pick a winner each week. This week, we say congratulations to Adam Neal. We'll be in touch with the Adam to get you all set up with some jowl-dropping, show-stopping, thin crust pizza. Pizza with a Podcaster is brought to you by Sonny's Pizzeria right across from USF at 26th and Waltz, and Sunny's 81 on South Phillips. Check out the very fun and incredibly flavorful menu online, Sonny'sPizzeria.com. Honorable, honorable mention. mention. Oh, there are so many things that to go into determining who or what gets the Honorable Mention for the week. Normally it's something I've laughed at uh, or been just tickled pinked by over the past week. Well, for the second week in a row, I'm going selfish. This week it happens to something that's taking place tomorrow. Friday, July 21st. My mother, Mama Holly, turns 95. Uh, the, the woman makes me laugh, gives me plenty of uh, comedic material, and uh, you know all of those things like maybe a tear of joy, things uh, different uh, throughout throughout my lifetime. I'm 60. She's 95 tomorrow. We've had plenty of all of the above. So, Mama Holly, congratulations. You are this week's honorable mention. Later on, we hear from MCAP's Brian Shipper. Up next, from the Sioux Falls Canaries, John Gaskins on the Dave Holly Hour.
2: Check out the new ceramic studio in Sioux Falls. Conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street. TJS Ceramics. We have thousands of classic vintage ceramic mold items and several new items too. TJS Ceramics offers classes through the Sioux Falls Community Education Program and special open studio nights every Thursday evening. Bisque, studio time or finished custom items are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in Sioux Falls today. Comedy magician and hypnotist Jesse Moffitt's right,
0: M-O-F-F-I-T-T. Or call 605-929-0964.
3: Support the Dave Holly Hour in a very easy way. Buy Dave a cup of coffee by clicking the cup in the lower left corner of www.davehollyhour.com.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Sure enough, gotta say it. Even when we talk sports on this show, we're still talking about Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment, and it's always a pleasure to do that, and always a pleasure to have this man on. Well, it better be, because it's his umpteenth appearance. He leads the league in Uh, appearances on the
4: Dave Holly Hour.
1: Yes! From the Sioux Falls Canaries here to talk about all the fine entertainment they have during their parties is John Gaskins.
3: Thank you so much for having me again, oh, Dave. Oh,
1: no problem, man. I want
3: to go behind the curtain for the listeners. Dave begged me, begged me. He said, you haven't been on in two months. I really need you to stay in that lead. Uh, I am dying for guests, and so could you please come in here? And uh, and then I I didn't do the favor of buying you alcohol because you... I have had a, plenty. Yeah, a ton of it. So, so <laughs> it was a great Fourth of but July. I, no, and actually, <laughs> I skipped a step. I said I'll do it, but we have okay. to do it at happy hour. Right. We have to do it over cocktails. So happy cheers. hour at
1: the Firefly Oasis, mm-hmm. but up in the upper level, as right. we are here in Perched the Gypsy Doodle Production Studio.
3: Yes. Thank yes, you so it much. Is
1: very good. Oh, excellent! Great to have you. Good to again. have you. Yeah, good to good, have you good here. Have me, yeah. Good to have you in your well, own, hole, in my my own home in my own studio. Yes. Right. Uh, and there's the lovely Miss Carries. Yes. Jeez. She's she's trying to be silent so yes. she doesn't interrupt anything. We just got started because I know it's going to come to a shock as you, my love, but we chatted a lot beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> so I, that's. It, it, but so we just shocked. got started.
3: And we were actually just talking about my, my dinner plans for tonight of this taping. Yep. Uh, it appears in the Gilbert and John household dinner discussions go about the same way. What Are do you? you want to do? Yeah. What i do don't we, care what do you want to do no i don't <laughs> care whatever you want to do well well then he like i he i worked a little today but he worked all day uh-huh. and you know so i'm like i don't want to and my dad's a, and kendra our daughter's coming over and it's like uh, four I, four people it's my dad's <laughs> last night we've eaten out plenty and but we ate at home last yes. we got pizza la- anyway and uh i said i don't want to make you good, i think he was playing on cooking but i said you don't have to you don't have to cook. You've he, been working all day. I don't want to yeah. make you cook. I'll bring. And then I. Uh, and then I re-remembered that I was doing this with you mm-hmm. for happy hour. I, said, I can. I can. I'm. I'm going to Sufa. I can pick yeah. up something and go home. That's right. And it's still just kind of. And then he asks me out of the blue. Does your? I. I asked you last night. Does your dad? your dad like broccoli? I'm like, why? Are you trying to make something with broccoli in it? He's like. And then he. He actually. I don't care. You don't care that my dad doesn't like broccoli, or you don't care like. <laughs> And then he's like, "Yes, if I make something that's gonna have broccoli in it." Well, I'm like, "My dad doesn't like broccoli," and, he, and my dad also said he'll eat some of the pizza he didn't eat last. Night. And and Gilbert, and he, then he just starts sending me memes of like uh, Michael Scott from The Office with the uh, face right, problems, and, face and palms. I am just like, "Well, that's exactly what I'm thinking."
1: So anyway, very <laughs> right.
3: roundabout. All right, let's. But let's 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 talk dive parties. in. Yeah. Uh, happy hour. Yes.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, Cheers nice, again. Nice, nice to do it here because yes. you know, we can have. Uh, what does your
3: father call it?
1: Adult beverages? Yeah.
5: <laughs>
3: I was, yes,
1: Ken, this is for you. He
3: drinks straight scotch on the rocks, yeah. and we're doing... Uh, what is this? This would be uh, Gentleman Jack Okay, Gentleman Jack on the rocks, yeah. yeah. And that's pretty, basically... It's, it's either that or Stella. I mean, he does drink beer, but he... The first couple of nights, we were out on the porch, and I love old fashions, and to the point where I, I buy the stuff to make all the mm-hmm. bitters and the cherries and... Uh, that's what I like to do. And uh, I don't like to drink I don't like to drink straight scotch most of the time. Uh but it tastes better with my dad or with you. But uh, I said, Would you like an old fashioned? Would you like me to make an old fashioned? And he said, No. I drink adult beverages. <laughs> A I love it. Dad.
1: Uh, I'm I'm gonna quote that at, yeah. at some point. That's awesome. I love it. It is. All right. Okay. Uh, you know well, first of all, we have to talk, you know, because uh Every year that you've been on now, yeah. and every episode that you've been on, we talk about it being a party, and we talk the entertainment huh? portion of it because that's what this show is about. It's sure. about entertainment. But we have to give kudos. Canaries are actually playing pretty well lately.
3: They are. <laughs> it's a lot more fun when they play some good baseball. I mean, yeah. we have as much fun as we possibly can ha- have every night because we can't predict if the team is going to win or lose that night. Mm-hmm. Even if even at teams that are leading the standings and you know blowing everybody away there it's a 100 game season so right. whoever is the best team in the league this year in our league is going to probably lose at least 35 games yeah. so you're going to lose every now and then in baseball you don't know what's going to happen that night but so you just operate as if uh, it's a party and by party I don't it's not just it's a frat party. It's a guy party. It's uh, we're we're not just at a we're not just at a bar, no. going crazy. We do some fun things with beer, mm-hmm. uh, and we love it when things get rowdy out there. But it's a party for kids as well. You know, it's a party True. for your five-year-old. We got playgrounds. We got kid, yeah. good kids food and the mascots. We you know, we love to light up kids' faces. So it's a it's it's a party for them as well. But man, it's a much better party on the nights when we. Uh, Win games, yeah. especially when we get out to a good or early a lead. There's a victory well, that you helps. know, when the game starts, first few innings, a lot of people, uh, you know, will leave after the sixth or seventh inning because they gotta go home. You know, mm-hmm. they, they gotta tuck their kids into bed, or they gotta tuck themselves into bed, or whatever. Uh, so it's it's really helpful when the team starts hitting well right away, gets a few runs on the board, and gets people. It, it it makes it makes the entertainment that we put together even better and funnier True. and more yeah. entertaining it makes the beer colder it makes the food taste better so which, uh, by the been way, is excellent. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I can't say anything about the beer because I don't drink beer. I drink adult beverages. I know.
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> yes.
1: You do. Callback time. You do. Sorry. Uh, but, One of these uh, the, days I the hope food. we get a liquor license. But Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, it would. Uh, the, uh, the food, though, is fantastic. Thank you. Really, really enjoying that. Uh, but, uh, you know, you've had some great successes. I said thank you like I cooked the food. Like, like <laughs> you, well, you're you can welcome. Pass it it's my along. recipe. You're
3: a representative of the Canaries, though. I will pass it yeah. along to Chef Jess who's been a big difference maker out there the last two years. She puts a lot of love. It's it's just a lot more home-cooked stuff in the sense of Mm -hmm. it's her stuff, it's her recipes, and it's a lot more than burgers and hot dogs, although those are fabulous as well. Yes, they are.
1: All right, so let's talk about these parties. Yeah you've had some huge successes uh, beer fest sold out this
3: year it did it, it, it sold it, we I mean it was in a certain sort of area the berms the grass on our mm-hmm. ballpark uh, overlooking the third base line so there's only so much space but so we we capped a number on it and sold all the beer fest tickets that we had and we had five local breweries that were there and it was it was a hit it was just it, it was exactly what we were looking for you know, we spent an hour. Out there before the game, and it was purely a beer fest while other fans were filing in because our gates open an hour before each game and 430 on a Saturday afternoon. We had great weather. We were blessed by really good weather. It wasn't too hot yeah. uh, it, and it was sunny. Uh, and it was just, it was just a great time. Like the, the, it was a, it was some, sometimes plans and promotions don't go always as you envision and and hope the best for this was like, this popped as perfectly as it possibly could. People had a great time with the beer and then they had an awesome time with the baseball game as well.
1: I can't even remember if we won that night. And speaking of some entertainment, uh, you upped the ante a little bit this year on some of the themes because you got some of the premier playhouse actors involved.
3: A few games? Yeah, a few games we've brought the premier playhouse out to just perform a number. I mean, right. you, get, you get Well, it's a promo for
1: them too at the same time. Of course it is.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's uh you get that we get 90 seconds generally between innings. Mm-hmm. So these are short performances, but yeah, they performed uh a little bit of Grease. It was beauty school, right. draided beauty school dropout. Drop it was yeah. great. Uh, it was on pride night, which was a, a super good fit. I mean, that's an audience that's going to appreciate Grease even more than, than the average audience, even the, and uh, even though it's, it's got a lot of mass appeal and it it was, yeah, they, they had, we had a disco kind of night early in the year. Our first Saturday night game was Saturday night fever, and they brought a they brought a little uh, saturday night fever to the mix as well so i mean they were doing some dancing they were doing some trivia and it's something for me overlooking or or being a part of the entertainment for the canaries games the last three seasons uh, always something i want to do more of is to bring in some outside right. entertainment for everybody, but especially mm-hmm. for some of our loyal fans who have to put up with me every night. And, you know, we, we like to spice things up and do different different versions of all the games and fun and segments, if you want, that we do. But when you have different people doing it, and it's completely different people kind of not hijacking, but taking over parts of the entertainment for an evening, it's great. Uh, So, um, you know, we went to, you know, a couple years ago, we had the University of Sioux Falls band come in and just play some tunes as they would at their sporting events. uh, Between innings, just because how often do you have a pep band at a baseball game? Hardly ever. Yeah, that's fun. So it might happen again within these last 20 games. So, yeah, the Premier Playhouse, was those folks were a blast. And
1: are you thinking for the future, then, that uh, we will be seeing some more of this type of thing? I hope so. Yeah? Yeah. Excellent. If I have
3: anything to do with it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> in the meantime, in the immediate future then, what's left? Because we're
3: just over halfway. We, we've played 30 of our 50 home games. Okay. We've played 60 of our 100, 100. games overall. Yeah. So um, we... So we're on the back side of, of the season, John. Thank you. Yes, we played more than half the season, <laughs> just a little more than half the season. Uh, so it still feels like the halfway point. Uh, it's the all-star break as we speak, as we're talking. Yeah. But, man, uh, we, we really get roaring again our, our first Friday, Saturday back, July 28th and 29th. So about a week from when most people are listening to this. Mm-hmm. Christmas in July. We're not doing it once. We're doing it twice. twice. We're doing Christmas Eve and Christmas Christ- in July. <laughs> and we're doing Bobblehead. Christmas heads. Eve in July. That's yeah, Christmas Eve in July on Friday night and, and then Christmas, Christmas in July on Saturday. <laughs> yep, Christmas Day. Uh, but we open the presents early on Christmas Eve because it is Bobblehead night both oh. nights. Every year we have at and least who one. Is, who bobblehead. is the Bobblehead? So we have on Friday night, we have Cousin Eddie from. Christmas vacation—it's <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving all year long. And he'll be in his white—he'll be in a, yeah. It's a, I should show you the picture, but he's in a—he's in a white robe with a cigar hanging out with a flappy hat. Yep. It's yeah—it's cousin Eddie from that scene where yep. something was you very well, full. This is a podcast. Yeah. Go ahead and say it. Well, the shitters fall. There we go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't think so we one have one of
1: the great. Lines oh, everybody remembers yeah. for a show. Yeah, Uh
3: we don't have the. I don't think he's in. Our, I, mean, I don't think in our bobblehead he's holding the sewage, uh the sewage tube. Okay, but I don't know, but he's got <laughs> yeah. Cousin Eddie with the robe and the cigar and the floppy hat, and uh, that'll be the first night for bobbleheads. The second night. It's from a Christmas story, and I know I, you, you, I gave you the notes, so it's I should have made you guess, but it's not Ralphie. It's not a Ralphie bobblehead. Man. It's not Randy, although I do think a Randy bobblehead. I think that would be great with, with in his the coat, suit? In, the yes, coat yeah. in the coat. Everything yeah, everything old can't fl- can't move, can't, can't put his arms oh, down. Or or Randy eating the uh, when he's eating the meatloaf, he won't eat the meatloaf. And oh Mom right! Mom t- tells him, show us how the little piggies eat. Yeah, that would be good. But no, it's going to be Flick from A Christmas oh. Story, one of Ralphie's friends, because perhaps the most famous scene, right, in, hey. in a story full yep. of Christmas, uh, Christmas story full of scenes, uh, the triple dog daring yep. Flick bypassing the the mild. Uh, what 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 was the line in the movie the uh breach the the minor the 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 minor breach of etiquette okay. to skip the a triple, triple dare, dare and go straight from the double dog to the triple dog dare anyway it's the uh, triple dog dare so it's flick and he and his tongue sticking out, out and, and there's a pole, a pole and it's it's just oh, before it's not stuck it. to the pole it's just before he oh hits not stuck the pole. to it okay yeah. It's the uh, Flicks Frozen Pole bobblehead. So, Canaries twenty eighth, Cousin Eddie 29th. That's a Saturday. Flicks Frozen Tongue, and the only way you got these bobbleheads, you got to go to the game. I mean, we're not just gonna, you know, put the bobbleheads right. up for sale. You got to go to the game. So, you get a ticket and bobblehead package. It's a lower bowl ticket, like uh, like pretty people like you sat mm-hmm. in when you were at a game earlier this year. It's a lower bowl ticket, so it's closer to the field and a bobblehead, and you can only get them uh, online. At tickets.sfcanaries.com. That's there you the go. It's, Great place for that. Yeah, yeah, that's the only way you can get them. All right, get the online tickets.
1: Uh, so we we've got uh, Christmas in July coming up. What do we have coming up in August? Then? We have a
3: Parrot Head night for Jimmy Buffett Buffet fans. fans. Yeah, had one last year. The Parrot Head Club of we'll, Sioux Falls.
1: We'll just then have a cheeseburger in paradise that night. Of
3: course. Whew. Duh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they all—they already are at the birdcage. Chef right. cheeseburgers are already cheeseburgers in paradise, but for sure. And the Parrothead Club of Sioux Falls, which meets uh, once a month, will have their meeting. And I don't think they're going to have uh, much of uh, roll call procedure, <laughs> last week's notes, uh, addendums. Uh, th- no, re- we'll we'll have a party in the third base beer garden. Everybody's invited, uh, but the Parrothead Club will be there. And Big Scott Allen. Ellen. Uh, who plays a lot of beer fests around town. Too Drunk to Fish. Fish. Too Drunk to Fish will be there playing nothing but Jimmy Buffett songs, uh, all by request.
1: So that Uh, night there'll be a uh, pseudo-tribute band then.
3: Pretty much. Wow. Yeah, they did it last year. They'll do it again this year. Awesome. It was... uh, It's... Uh, In the years that I've been here, when it comes to pregame parties, it's always our best one. Yeah. Because the Parrothead Club brings their party there. It's a lot of fun. That'll be be a Wednesday night because they have their meetings on Wednesday night. So they (laughs) want to do a Wednesday night. So a good excuse to stray from your norm on a Wednesday night. Go go to Jimmy Buffett Parrothead Night at the Mm Birdcage. 5.30 the party starts. 6.30 the game starts.
1: And the great thing is every Friday night that you guys have a home game fireworks fireworks now that uh, nice does tie tie into something the fact that the league itself uh in order for people to not be so tired going on back on a weekday uh-huh. to work moved the game times up in the evening games to 6 30 mm-hmm. but that was getting too light to light the fireworks. That's right so now you That's the right. Friday night games are back to seven
3: now. well yeah and i circle back to when we were talking about how you know, not a, i said a lot of people leave you know it's not like the whole ballpark empties but 6th 7th inning once it gets to be about 9:30 and the games are starting at 7 then people just file out they got to mm-hmm. again they got to take their kids to bed or their their older people and they got to go to bed early or whatever um, but now part of the reason why we moved the start times back to 6:30 was also just for that so right you can stay the whole game. Plus, the league got a pitch clock. So for those people who don't... True. which And that means a pitcher only has 20 seconds to throw that sucker to the batter. Mm-hmm. So for those who aren't big baseball fans or don't know much about baseball... Anyway, the games are going to go faster. Right. If you don't like baseball because you think it's too slow, they now go by... And they, do, they really do I'm not just saying that. They yeah, seem they to... Do. They, they, things have really picked yeah. up. A lot of games are three hours or less, which means on most nights... Uh, that Monday through Friday, we started six, well, Monday through Thursday. Now we started six 30 and you're out of there by nine or nine right. 30. But, uh, but for the Friday nights, yeah, we, uh, you know, during the law, <laughs> lo- the stretch of the longest days of the year, we had one night where we had just one of those quickie games and, uh, it wasn't dark enough for fireworks. So, uh, people had to wait yep. for their fireworks sit around the good news is, is no one complains about that because it's because because no one's asking why right why, what's going on <laughs> everybody kind of knows we got to wait for it to get dark <laughs> that was a fun opportunity to play some of our videos and do yeah. a little do a little ad lib on v- avant-garde entertainment mm-hmm. with harry canary and yeah, and gary uh, already Randy made a uh, gary canary made an appearance yes yeah did a, did a wonderful bang up take yeah. me out to the He, ball he, game will, the he will be back
1: game. If at some point, too. Well, good. Yeah, good. Yeah,
3: Gary's a trip.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Gary's
3: a lot of fun.
1: But yes. uh, you know, the last time that looks Gary was there, looks a lot was like there, Harry, but only with a beer. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and and Gary had forgotten his glasses, <laughs> uh, so you know that threw him off completely. <laughs> he didn't know that uh, he was going to be asked to perform that evening, so uh, he he had no props with him.
3: Harry would have never guessed. That's true. But then Harry's again, always. That. But then again, Harry always. Has a couple cocktails. so Yes. But I'm glad it worked out. It's <laughs> still my favorite
1: yes. that interview after he'd had his last stroke that he had. And he finally came back to uh, broadcast games. Okay. And I think it was uh, Andrea something. I can't Andrew remember. Andrea Kramer. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. And uh, they had that ESP. Sunday night conversations all the time. And she goes, So, Harry, what did you learn after your stroke? That eighty
3: drinks after a game is too many. A dozen should do. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. My, you're the one that told me the strikes and the balls. Yes. Story. Yep. Yep. So that's still a classic. Thank you for that because I tell that one a lot. For there those, you go. for those in the crowd that don't just see Harry Canary as just this goofball with giant glasses, right, and walking around with a beer and singing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." That actually are like you can tell that looks by the just the looks on people's True. faces if they really they, if, if they know, know the reference the, right. And I guess for anybody listening to this podcast who doesn't know the Harry Carey reference, he was uh, beloved, Legendary. baseball announcer. Yeah. Cardinals in the '60s, yep. White Sox Oxen, in the '70s, yeah. Cubs in the '80s and '90s. And by the time he got to the '80s and '90s, and he was on national TV on WGN every mm-hmm. day. He became even more of a legend because everybody got to hear him and see him, and he was right. just a, a lively, well, older fella that it kind of enjoyed having some cocktails, right. and you, all, you felt like you were watching a game with a buddy more than True. listening yeah. to an announcer announce a game. Yeah, okay, so while...
1: Uh, Vin Scully was the classic beautiful picture painter, yeah. and so yes. forth. Yes. Uh, Harry painted another picture, but it was more like it was a bar instead of a landscape painting <laughs> that's, for, for that's, a wall. That's right. Uh, and uh, so,
3: do you, I, you can do the honors of telling the balls and strikes story. All right. Yeah, you probably we probably did have it done, to. on the first of my seventeen appearances. It's yes. Been a while. Yes. I think people have either forgotten. I don't her. think you're seventeen,
1: yeah. but you okay. are. I think it feels like. I think it. this is double digits yeah. now. Yeah. Well, you
3: keep begging me to come back, so you know. I right. Can't yeah.
1: say no. No, see, <laughs> I can't say no because I, I, I had a steadfast rule when I started the show. If anybody wants to be on again, sure. <laughs> yes. Instead of having to yes. hunt for guests. Yes. Uh, I know that tactic well. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, anyway, okay, so the first time I ever heard this story, it was uh, Mark Grace, who was a great first baseman for the uh, Cubs yeah. before he went over to a team that could actually get him a World Series. Uh-huh. Um, and Dan Patrick was interviewing him, yeah. and uh, Dan asked him, he says, what, what's, your, what's your favorite Harry Carey story of all time?
3: Yeah,
1: And uh, he said, well, the time that, you know, because uh, the director of the show was Arnie Harris. Yep. And Arnie and uh, and Harry would go to the tracks together. They'd drink together. Mm-hmm. They were buddies, not mm-hmm. just uh, co-workers. Right. And going into and out of commercial breaks, Arnie would always have a camera on something interesting or oh, unique yeah. and so oh, yeah. forth. Well, one time, it's this couple out in the bleacher section making out quite passionately all throughout the game. Every single commercial break, in and out, Arnie's showing this couple. Well, at the time, Steve Stone was... They were uh, making out every time? They were making out all the time, the entire game. And uh, Steve Stone was Harry's uh, compadre in the the, uh, booth. He was the color guy. And while Harry was the play-by-play, but Harry was much more colorful than anybody else. And... We, and he called him Stoney. So, Stoney! Hey, Stoney! And comes to the seventh inning, and after Arnie's been showing this couple the whole time, Harry says, Hey, Stoney, I've got it figured out. He's been kissing her on the strikes, and she's been kissing him on the balls. <laughs> and it made it all the way down to the dugout. <laughs> the next thing you see is... He's got a picture of everybody in the dugout, the Cubs, and they're all rolling. <laughs>
3: wow, that be, so? Were they were they watching the game in the dugout then? How did people how, phone?
1: Somebody phone. phoned it down to him.
3: Somebody okay
1: and told the story, oh, and they okay. all just went, wow. fallen all over yeah, the place. He was
3: very, he's probably the most beloved. You know, I have Vin Scully's right yeah, up there, but true. Right, and, and almost every, almost every city with a major league baseball team, uh, with a you know has some guy in their history right. who's their beloved yeah. radio announcer at some point but uh, Nash, uh Will Farrell kind of uh True. gave it new life hey look at the yeah. kid in the sombrero. yeah i mean the whole uh, I mean, oh gosh and uh so I, and what's fun about being at the ballpark is i i tell so those so those that are kind of laughing and say hey harry you know right. without me doing anything or opening my mouth would they really know you know they—they they know it's not this—not just this canary's character. It's a character based off a of real person mm-hmm. and a caricature, uh, Will Ferrell's caricature. But the, so I'll go and talk a little bit, and right. we'll exchange some fun stories. But I, I always tell the balls and strikes one. That's always a winner. <laughs> it's always a winner. And oh. um, and and one of and my one of my favorites is panning the outfield. See, part of the oh, yeah. part of the story that um unless i had a, a, a lapse where i wasn't listening to you which never happens uh <laughs> the the beauty of that balls and strikes thing was that they had been showing this couple all day all day and the first time they showed it, it could have been a, that's a green light for harry is a, a right. very witty and funny fella quick on his feet to say something funny yeah. but he waited all so, game yeah to, to deliver that great line. That's that's, that's a comedian. That's yes. an actor. That's yeah. a performer. That's uh, that's somebody with the wherewithal. He So they're panning the outfield one day. And again, Harry kind of, uh, you're waiting to hear what Harry has to say. And it's a hot summer's day at Wrigley Field in the 80s. A lot of tube tops on the women, some bikinis, uh-huh. and a lot of shirtless men. And they just pan, they pan, they pan. Harry's saying nothing. You're on the edge of your seat because this is just like gold. You know it's going to be gold. <laughs> and finally, after about 30 seconds, Harry just goes, Ha! Hey, Artie, we got some good bodies and some bad bodies. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Not the most esoteric of yeah, thoughts. but still t- in fact, typical of him. It, it, in fact, well, it's,
3: it's, the, it's the exact thought that anybody watching was thinking. Yeah.
1: Do you know the uh, the origins? Here's a tie-in okay. between the Canaries and Harry Carey actually singing the seventh-inning stretch. Okay. Mike Vec, a former co-owner mm-hmm. of the Canaries, yes. was the one... That kept Harry when Harry was working for the White Sox, yeah. and Mike's vec dad owned the White Sox. Yes. And uh, Mike kept hearing Harry singing mm-hmm. the seventh inning stretch, take yeah. me out to the ball game. Yeah. So one time he finally took a microphone and dropped it down in yes. and put it all over the PA. Right. So all the White Sox fans hear this and start looking up, and here's Harry singing away. And, of course, by then, probably about 10 Budweiser's right? in. Yes. Uh, and uh, they just rolled with it. And so then Mike gave it to him, and they told him to do it. Yeah. And it became a huge hit. And then when he went over to the Cubs, even a bigger hit. Uh,
3: yeah, it's, it's, a, it, it's a big part of the whole Harry Carey yeah. persona is the seventh inning to take me out to the ball game where – yeah, I guess at Wrigley Field at some point, they, they, they he's just got one microphone. Everything's piped into Harry, and he just takes over the ballpark for that yeah. seventh inning stretch. So, it's and it's special every night. I don't, you know, Harry and I'm just a game show host uh, for the first six innings, but with you know with a with a costume and a fake name, but. Uh, but but I think some people if they know if if anybody actually knows about Harry Canary you'd think and you haven't been to a game you think it's Harry Canary all night no Harry we wait till the seventh inning for Harry Canary to come mm-hmm. out and do the seventh inning uh, stretch to do, right. take me out to the ball game okay
1: so we just went off on a tangent there we did, all about that was Harry Canary yeah. but uh, so let's finish up with what's uh, available for parties the rest of the season out at the bird cage and then I'm gonna switch up the typical last question
3: yeah. Okay, uh, no. Finish. Oh, what's, okay. The, what's the rest of the season yeah, after Get going on. Well, we've got a Saint. We've got a Saint. We got a Kingpin Night on August twelfth. So that's a Friday. All right. Last couple of years, we've been doing Big Lebowski Night, right. changing our name to the Dudes. Right. So for a night, we become the Sioux Falls Dudes, mm-hmm. and it was a ton of fun. You know, we gave discounts to, people, to to anyone who wore a robe, robe to the game, right. and we served mock white Russians because we don't have the liquor license, but that's fine. <laughs> they were still delicious and uh, it's great you know it's a great nod because i think minor league baseball is a business that is supposed to be about entertainment and the entertainment's more important than it is in the major leagues and it's you're supposed to not take yourself too seriously and occasionally you like to do a little some comedy as our our pa announcer randy and our sound guy chris mm-hmm. uh, and now i'm going off on a tangent but like the fun of some of the fun about going to Canaries games, even if you're not a huge baseball fan, but you're willing to go have a couple of drinks and have a night out with your friends is, you know, when the umpires get together and it's taking for them for forever for them to decide something. And mm-hmm. the whole crowd's like, come on a holes. Let's go. <laughs> they start playing the jeopardy music or when the, when, when the umpire or a player from another team goes out and starts whining to the umpire, we'll play loud sounds of babies crying or, uh, some old country tune. I got a tear in my tear Tear in my beer. You know, there, there's, there's, there's a little nod to something pop culture that applies to a certain situation in a baseball game that makes the whole experience a lot more fun. So Randy and Chris do an awesome job making our entertainment uh, palpable and uh, palpable and palatable. So what the hell was I... What tangent was I going on while talking about them? Okay, well, Big Lebowski right. night. Yeah. Big Lebowski. So, yeah, we were doing that. We had a lot of fun, but we decided to switch things up this year and do a kingpin night. So uh, it's National Bowling Day, and Big Lebowski uh-huh. a lot of it was a little, centered around a lot of bowling, but we decided to have a kingpin night, and that's another great... Well, that was my point. Big Lebowski's very cult classic, you know. True. And minor league baseball, to a degree, is, again, a bit of a nod to not taking yourself too seriously, doing things a little off the beaten path, uh, which Kingpin is as well. So we decided to, uh, for, for, to, to bring in Kingpin for Kingpin Night on National Bowling Day. And so any game that we're going to do uh, between innings is going to have some sort of bowling connotation Bowling to game, it.
1: okay. Yes. Uh, Including so, some trivia?
3: Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And St. Patrick's Day? In August. You know we're doing Christmas in July. We've done hot we've done Christmas in July. We've done Halloween in August. But uh-huh. we did that for it's kind of like we we want to keep things fresh. So instead right. of doing a Halloween night this year, where you know you, you encourage people to wear costumes and stuff like that. St. Paddy's night. Who doesn't yeah. love St. Patty's night? Oh, so yeah, we'll serve exactly. some green beer. Yeah. I'll, well I don't green know. Green unis? I would hope so. Yeah. But we'll see. And uh, Irish food, Irish music. Again, Jess is going to use her creativity. I'm yeah. sure we'll have corned beef, and cabbage cabbage or yeah. something like that. Uh, and uh, a lot of Irish-themed music. And so if you're a U2 fan, that's probably going to be a good night for you. But uh, uh, St. Patty's Day in August, on August 18th. Uh, we got a kids' night, August 25th. It'll be the fifth time this year we will have had... Free tickets for kids 12 Mm -hmm. and under. So all three of our Monday games, we had one fan who always thought we should have free tickets for kids 12 and under for every game. Donate or make a donation so all kids could get in free on a recent game. Kids night, August 25th, because kids will be back in school. We're like, how do we keep getting kids? How do we we make it so kids who are back in school can still be in the summer mode Uh, and go to a Canaries game and drag mom and dad along? Oh, make the tickets free. So that's August 25th. And then August 26th is one of my favorite uh, nights of the year and was last year, the Celebration of Cultures. Ah. So you know how we have the Festival of Cultures right. uh, In every Jure. year because yeah. this city is wildly wow. diverse if you allow yourself to actually tap into it. What, 47 different languages? Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, so, it, you know... I don't know. I'm not sure yet what we have up our sleeve this year. And even if I knew, I wouldn't want to give it all away. But last year we had a Chinese lion dance during the game. Oh, uh, those are
1: so great to watch.
3: I know a guy, I know it's a, a mutual friend of ours. I think his name is Hector. He's from uh, Peru, yes. and he does. Well, that caricature right up there. Yes, of Dave Holly. So yeah. he, so we had we had Hector out there, dr- dr- just willingly drawing. Talk about sketches of people. A great person too. Oh, just terrific. Wow. And uh, you know a couple couple food couple food trucks of uh, you know probably of the Mexican variety, mm-hmm. and and uh, we we last year we borrowed like every flag of every nation represented in Sioux Falls from the multicultural cultural center, yeah. and so it's cool, and um, it, you know it, it's a nod to the rich diversity. Of our city that, and it, but within the within the fun of a baseball game, so those are the big ones. All right.
1: Yeah. All righty. Coming okay. up. Okay. So my typical yeah. questions at the end are always when you're not part of the arts yeah. and entertainment uh, crowd and so forth. What do you like to be entertained by? Yeah. And then any other hobbies, etc. But yeah. uh, based off of something you said earlier, I want to know which game show host you think you are most like.
3: Hmm. wow okay i can't wait to hear your answer (laughs) i don't know if you i don't know if you have one
1: (laughs) um actually i do you do yeah
3: okay you know
1: and it's baseball related even baseball related
3: Uh, game uh, show hosts you know i when i think game shows it sounds very uh trite, but I mean I think first I mean the price is right is the king of all time, right? True. I mean yeah. I, you know there's there's Jeopardy and there's Wheel mm-hmm. of Fortune. I'm usually thinking price is right. I, I you know it's it's my it's you know just it sounds oddball and maybe hard to believe. I'm I'm really trying to be my own person. I'm trying to be me oh, everybody when tries, I'm doing these things. And did, actually, you know Who did you admire then as a game well, show? Host? Uh as a as purely a game show because I'm I'm I, I as an entertainer, I you know, Carson's from Nebraska, so oh, I grew yes. up. I grew up any anybody you know. So I grew up wanting to right. be a talk show host and Johnny Carson, and I grew up wanting yep. to be da- and more so David Letterman because mm-hmm. he's more of my area. <laughs> that's right, Paul. <ball. laughs> <laughs> because because yeah. I like sarcastic, oddball. Yep. Uh, don't you know? Don't take yourself too seriously. Humor. Uh, so half the time I think I'm Letterman up there, but mm-hmm. it's more. So it's either Bob Barker, or Drew Carey, is what I'm getting at. Okay. It really is because because I grew up with Bob, and he he had the gravitas, he had the buildup, uh to everything and let's just see what's behind those doors. And, you know, right after the contestant bids or whatever, whatever game it is, he had the dramatic pause yeah. and let's turn around and see what's going on. But I also, and I haven't watched nearly as much drew carry. Cause you know, I grew up and I'm an adult and, uh, but and I'm usually working at 10 a.m. Uh, but the, the way in which drew carry kind of, at first I didn't like him. Mm-hmm. Because I thought he was a little bit too, a little too kind of like meh, a little too blah. Like yeah. he's really not, he's cashing it in, he's mailing it in. He doesn't really care about these people. He's getting the paycheck and he's just doing the, this is, I think it was an intentionally understated thing that he was doing because he didn't want to try to copy Bob Barker. Right. But as I've gone along, I've noticed he does actually care if the guest wins or not. And, I don't know, so I like his style too. Yeah. So that, that if I'm if I'm channeling game show hosts, I'm channeling The Price Is Right.
1: Peter Marshall.
3: Okay. <laughs> you think I'm Hollywood. like Peter Marshall? No. Oh, okay, that's your guy.
1: No, that's mine.
3: Yeah. Oh, Peter I like I I Hollywood, Hollywood
1: Squares. Yeah, oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, what's the baseball tie-in? Mister grew up around Omaha, associated with Kansas City Royals.
3: Boy, now you have to play game show host. You have to keep giving me hints because I am clueless. It's kind of quirky. Peter Marshall. So are you thinking of another game show host? No. What are you trying to get me to guess?
1: Peter Marshall's son (laughs) was Jamie
3: Quirk. Okay from the kansas city royals okay i did i did i did not know that (laughs) that is weird wacky wild stuff i did not know that did you know that ed (laughs) yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) yep okay you are correct sir okay so
3: this is peter so do i so do do i remind you of any game show host when i'm doing it i thought you were thinking of something
1: howie mandel okay but that's physical looks
3: (laughs) thank you okay appreciate that (laughs) That's very true. He's very bald, and I but I too am very bald. Although this year I'm wearing a taco hat, so I don't. Oh, true. Yeah, taco hat. That's been an interesting thing. It's caught on. Twenty two, I bet. Not really. Really? Not as much as the hair. As you know, that's one thing we've been very
1: lucky about this year. I mean, there was a span where we were hot as Hades. uh, Well, as my mother would say, hotter than Dutch love. Yes. Uh, But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so now uh, you know it's been pretty decent weather. Yeah. They're playing well, and I wish you good luck. Thank you, Dave, and great success. The rest of the parties at the bird game—we're having a
3: great time, and we would love it. We're catching on. We've sold more tickets and ticket revenue through 30 games this year than we did through 50 games wow. last year. That's we had our, great. We had our biggest crowd in years, over 3,500 back in the middle of June, and I—I th- I th- I think. I think people are coming, you know, we took a big hit like, like a lot of businesses Mm -hmm. during the pandemic and during 2020 and 2021. And I think finally we've got a good social media following. People are understanding that the Canaries are, are a lot about tongue in cheek, fun for Mm -hmm. all ages. Um, And it's a joyous experience to go out there. And it's, and finally we're starting to get more people out there and the team's playing well. And the more the merrier. So, right. please come on out. We look forward to more games. All right. Appreciate well, it, my friend. I appreciate you for dragging me to do another, uh, <laughs> to make another appearance. I'm glad. Oh, I didn't yeah. really want to, oh, but you I twisted know it. my arm yeah. and offered me uh, these. Uh, what, what are they? These Gentleman
1: Jacks. Gentleman
2: Jacks.
3: And it worked.
1: So yes, thank it you. did. Appreciate, All right. it. appreciate it, my friend. We'll be back with more of the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment.
2: Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does while supplying high-quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3x and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th.
3: For him, every day is a Holly Day. Here again, Dave Holly.
1: Hit the button, Dave, at least in your brain, to say it. It's always a pleasure <laughs> to talk Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. Oh, always a pleasure to have Brian Chipper, the managing artistic director of Mighty Corson Art Players, better known as MCAP, here in the dipsy doodle studios good to see you my friend
4: good to see you too yeah it's uh, always a good time absolutely when you say jump i say how high yes you do yeah i appreciate
1: that too (laughs) how high does five foot five jump oh uh no dunking
4: no no uh i can jump to hit about like maybe five six
1: I hear you on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Especially, you know, back in the days when I thought I was an athlete, wasn't that good at jumping anyway. (laughs) Then I got to 420 pounds. I didn't leave the earth. And then when I lost all that weight, I had knee replacement, hip replacement, all that. Nah. Nah why waste it. That's right. And here just we are making around. Rights. Yes. And so here we are <laughs> talking about entertainment instead of sports because we just had that conversation with John Gaskins talking about all the entertainment out at the Birdcage. So let's get to where entertainment happens a lot. Oh my goodness gracious. You know it's is so interesting, Brian is. Uh, we all still buy season tickets to different theaters. Yeah. And it used to be that, okay, that last show of the season, oh, wow, well, guess we're going to have to wait to hear something from them in about September. Not the case anymore, by any means, is it?
4: No, no. Uh, The best thing about doing theater is doing more theater, so that's what we're doing out at MCAP.
1: And it's uh, been a busy summer. You uh, Well, first of all, you know, there was that uh, group that came out to help you out, uh, the Vaughties. Nice people, I hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great fire dancers. Oh, <laughs> Wasn't I not that amazing?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. That was awesome. The very, whole very thing cool. was just such a fun day. Yeah, that it was, was. Yeah. It was right around my birthday, too. So yeah, like, and oh has crap, your has I've... your
1: mom recovered from being a victim? I mean, volunteer for Jesse's Magic Act? She has, but when okay. she
4: listens to this again, and her, her name She'll dropped start... a second time. She's, oh, yeah. my. We're going to have to get her on sometime. Yes, we are. She's a hoot.
1: She is. Yeah. Man, that was so fun watching. <laughs> 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 so you had that, and then kids camp. Yeah. How did that go? And then uh, tell us what they all go through during that time, then.
4: Sure. Kids camp was really, really great. Um It was, uh, the, they, uh, attend over a week and it's Mm -hmm. a crash course to do a show. It's a very entry level, uh, get those first steps on stage, uh, for elementary schoolers. And so through the course of a week, they audition, get cast in a show, produce the show for their parents on Saturday, uh, fully memorized, fully realized, uh, we even, we even make them sit backstage for 15 to 20 minutes independently on their own quiet as audience filters in because mm-hmm. that's the theater way and there aren't any helpers. So they're all just you know, wow. policing themselves. Yeah, yeah. And so this year was a really great year because uh, I took a step back from it. Uh, my assistant who had been helping me the past couple of years, Logan Levitt, mm-hmm. uh, he was ready to take a shot at it. So uh, we switched roles. Awesome. It was so fun to see not only the kids grow, but how he's just continuing to grow and develop as an actor, director, artist. Um, Now, we haven't made official announcements yet, but now board member as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fantastic.
1: Yeah, Yeah, so he's on the move, no doubt about it. Absolutely. In fact, he even has a new home. He does. He does. (laughs) Where I did yet another stage fall. Did you? Yes all right so uh, people have already heard enough about uh, falling at bodies <laughs> right but you know they, they had their housewarming party and we went mm-hmm. over for that now my love and i have these nice new rocker chairs oh lawn yeah. chairs you know for for going out to parties and so oh, forth.
4: oh absolutely uh emily Stur- wilson started bringing her yes, to our board meetings yeah so. and,
1: and uh it's it's sturdy as can be and i Tested it out in so many places, and it's like, I can get out of this nice and easy. The whole works. Forgot that we were on a little bit of a slant, and it does go back farther than you think. Oh, no. But Aaron Sharp, will um, he will attest to the fact that I kept most of my drink in the hand. Uh, yeah priorities yes there yeah. were <laughs> <laughs> but it's like man how many times do i have to do this that i fall somewhere but uh, regardless of that uh you know it, it's always fun uh for uh, people to get so involved and, and to keep that that is their push it's it's their passion mm-hmm. and, and they want to get better in every aspect of it so i, I applaud logan in that absolutely yeah and uh so He's going to be a board member. He just uh, did that. I know he was auditioning to be, or not auditioning. I'm sure he probably auditioned, too, for something. But uh, he was interviewing to be one of the directors. Yeah. Is that something that we're privy to know at this point, or is that uh, coming out in a release?
4: Um, yeah. I've contacted everybody that went through our, our uh, interview process already. So, mm-hmm. can, um, Ryan's going to kill me, but I get to say stuff. Well, yeah. Uh so uh, I'll let him know to write a quick release fast. Yeah, Logan <laughs> Logan ended up um, being selected to direct our winter show through our director. Oh, great. Process that happened this summer as well.
1: Right. And I want to get to that. Let's finish up on uh, kids, camp, sure. and so forth. So how many did you have?
4: Uh, we had uh, 22 wow. this time around. Yeah.
1: That's excellent.
4: I know. It's so much fun.
1: Yeah. And it, it's got to um, put a bright smile on your face to go, oh, here's our future. As exactly. You start looking at yeah.
4: That. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, look at, looking at at last year's crop of, of students that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, we had two of those actors in our winter show, uh, you right? Know, and another one of them returned to be a youth role in our our kids show as well, or in our our spring show. Right. Um, you know, uh, so it's so nice to be able to to. Not only see them coming up, but also turn around and incorporate them into our season as as a whole as well.
1: All right. So you mentioned it's a full week, uh, and they actually do it fully memorized. So at what point of the week do they have to be, quote, unquote, off book? Thursday. Thursday. Wow.
4: Yep. Yeah, it's a quick turnaround. No but doubt. They, they get it. They get it. Yeah. You know uh all those synapses are firing not like adults when we're <laughs> <laughs> when we're overthinking everything exactly exactly
1: and what was the response from the parents then that had these kids in
4: oh there? the parents love it every year yeah. um it's it's so great i you know the the amount of times that we get told that you know kids are finding their voice through that mm-hmm. you know like we've tried sports and they haven't really been getting it but here they are and they're you know getting this new confidence uh, You know, uh, it's nice to see somebody uh, discover where they're meant to be that first time.
1: They find their element. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
4: And invariably, um, you know, you'll have that one timid kid every year who who goes through the entire process and doesn't get it and doesn't get it and, you know, trusts you and does what they're supposed to do. But you can see that they're, you know, not connecting the pieces, but then... Mm -hmm that first time there's an audience in front of them and they laugh at something they do and a light bulb just goes off. Boom. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing and it happens every year. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Now, uh, they also produced, so are we talking they did some of the sound and they did uh, the lighting and things like that as Um, well? Uh, Stage uh, handling or?
4: uh, Kind of. Well, I mean, they they, uh, did their own scene changes and tracked their own props. Okay. Uh, And then we actually have... um, a graduate of our kids' camp mm-hmm. Now that she's uh, getting into high school age uh, Coming back and regularly helping uh, helping Logan She was what Logan was to me last year As he, you know, stepped up to fill in my role uh, And she ran lights and sound And was an amazing help, uh, Julia Tinker And um, it's so nice to see Just continuing right. that through line
1: Oh, that's fantastic Yeah All right, so now let's move on so, uh, it's all wrapped up on all of the interviews Correct. for directors. Okay. So, we've got, uh, three shows. Mm-hmm. You already mentioned Logan's getting the winter one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who gets the
4: fall? Uh, I'm directing the fall. You're going direct the fall, uh, which is, uh, which is They Promised Her the Moon. Yeah. Uh, and when this episode drops, uh, on Thursday, yeah. That's our first day of auditions for it. Wow. So, I know, I know. Things See, that's the crazy so Yeah.
1: You know, it, it's like, okay, it used to be that, uh, you know you'd hear oh somebody's got a show coming up late september first part of october so i suppose they'll start auditioning you know like last week august once the kids start going back to school but no that is not the case for Mm -hmm. anybody anymore when it comes to small theaters no
4: no it isn't and it's you know it's so important because uh like i've been telling our board for for a couple years uh the summer isn't the vacation time to go out and do stuff. The summer is preseason, you know, you know, it's where you do all of your train changes and all of your, uh, you know, tactical planning and all of that, all of the hard work that doesn't get seen. So that way, by the time showtime rolls around, all you have to do is focus on that. So, um, in addition to this big long list that, Oh, we're not even halfway through (laughs) talking about the summer events we have going on. Um, on top of that we're making all sorts of um you know strategic and structural changes mm-hmm. and and um you know shoring up all of the business end of things because once you get into rehearsals um that kind of has to take a little back to you yeah
1: you don't want anybody getting burned out exactly yeah. exactly so uh so we'll, we'll come we'll kind of circle back to that uh, in, in a little bit but uh, let's continue then with uh, so then uh, who will be directing the spring show? Sure. Uh, the spring
4: show, uh, which is title of show. Yeah. Uh, which, I love that. I know. It's so good. Um, it, I'm going to be directing that show again. Okay. Uh, so I'm taking just the winter show off. Uh, and then Matt Wallach is going to be uh, our vocal director slash Excellent. live piano player. So yeah. we're not doing canned music. We're going. Oh, loud. wow. Yeah. It's going to be so good.
1: Yeah, and and I know you've got some nice speakers in there now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We
4: just need to get them up.
1: Yes. In fact, I had a conversation with the uh, the person that sponsored that, and mm. I said, "Wow." He says, "Yeah, I, I told Brian, uh, did you have to go that
4: big?" <laughs> <laughs> he helped us go that. Yes, big. true. Yeah, yeah. financially. Great. And it
1: was a, uh, but it was great because I walk in there, you were talking about it. It's like. My God, we need a crane to mount these in a 100-seat theater. Right, yeah. <laughs>
4: yep, uh, but I mean, that's the thing. You always want to be prepared for more than you're ever going to have to do. So. True.
1: Well, hopefully we're going to fill that oh, 100 seats yeah. coming up August 6th. Uh, yes. Tell us the name of this event.
4: Yeah, uh, August 6th is the... the uh, Fear Falls Mostravaganza. Mostravaganza. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And that's going to be um, a really great event. Uh, I had been uh, mentioning to Mo one or two times about like, hey, you know, we have, you know, the the great thing about about uh, Mighty Course and Art players is that we also have complete agency over our, our stage. So, True. So we can do whatever we want, yeah. whenever we want to do it. And so I was like, hey, we should get Fear Falls out for a live show. And finally it was, it was time yeah. to just pull the trigger on it. So. Yeah. And, and for those unaware,
1: uh, Fear Falls is a podcast locally written, produced by Mo Hurley, who also is a playwright and uh, is also an author and is a phenomenal actor as well and she is just so great to be around and i still remember the first few times i was seeing mo you know because mo is oh hi how are you and she's the softest nicest person in the world and uh, i i kept seeing her in some roles and it's like oh well she does a, a nice job and then uh marisa moser who's also been on the mcap stage mm-hmm um was in a a premiere playhouse event uh hitchcock's 39 steps Mm -hmm. and she was one of the two females mo was the other and mo was one of the quote-unquote clowns and had to do a bunch of changes and the intricacy of the blocking that was in that show was just amazing well fun show we go out and uh, we wait for the actors to come out And just to say congratulations, and I see Marisa first, and I'm getting ready to go over and give her a hug. And she comes walking right out to me. She says, I keep telling people that Mo Hurley is a force to be (laughs) reckoned with. Yep,
4: yep, and she's right. Yeah,
1: and uh, Mo has a a great talent for suspenseful storytelling, I would call it. You know, a little bit of horror, Mm -hmm. but a lot of suspense in it. And uh, so that's what her Fear Falls is all about. But here's how this whole day's going to work. It's going to be so fun because I'm going to record my podcast from the MCAP stage. Mm-hmm. And I will be talking to Mo and uh, also probably have you, maybe Ryan up there sure. to talk a little bit. And I'm planning on having a, uh, a handheld wireless mic so that we can go around into the crowd if somebody wants to ask a question of any of you.
4: Yeah, because that's the other thing. This is going to be a live yes. studio
1: audience event. live studio audience event for both things. And then, so after the interview portion, we'll take a break, we'll come back, and we'll actually have two recordings at once in because it'll be Moe's that she's recording, and we're also going to have that for that week's uh, podcast on the Dave Holly Hour. Yeah. And uh, I just love i mean when you told me about it first it's like you said mo and you know it's it's yeah. like the old the tom cruise line you had me at mo <laughs> <laughs> and uh so because i as soon as i hear that name it's like okay if it's something i have the time for can be in i want to right and uh, she's just that much of an enjoyable person and uh really really looking forward to this so how about Tickets, how do we go about getting this?
4: Sure. Uh, tickets, you can just go right to our front page, MightyCorson.com. Uh, there's a button right on the front that'll take you right to the ticket link. They're, uh, they're $10 a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can, um, through that uh, through that ticket link, uh, purchase an MCAP season ticket for $50, and we're throwing in the most Travaganza wow. for free. Wow.
5: Yeah.
1: That's a great deal. Yeah. I think so. So what about to people that already have uh season tickets for MCAP? Sure, sure. Um so this is this, it's like uh, the NFL guys that go buy their season tickets. Oh, do I get the preseason package too?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um we'll for this uh for season ticket holders we'll honor that. That mm. Free ticket as well, uh, and then our thats season, excellent. Yeah, and then so um, this most travaganza is only you know the the start one-time of, shot, right? Well, it's a one-time shot, uh, but it's also representative of some of the things that we can do uh, outside of our regular right. theater season because we have storytellers anonymous, and we yeah. made a really good connection with uh, with the magician. Uh, Jesse Moffitt. Jesse Jesse Moffitt. Yeah. uh, Who's really interested in performing. So, with our season tickets and controlling our venue, our season ticket holders can get discounts at anything that we do through there as well that isn't a part of our season. So, it's the more we do, the better. Better value, that is, too. Yeah,
1: in fact, uh, Jesse Moffat is one of the uh, sponsors of this (laughs) show, so we'd like to give him credit.
4: Hi, Jesse. You're great.
1: (laughs) That he is. Your mother experienced it. Yes, yeah. Uh, She was a victim, I mean, a volunteer on on his show, yeah. Yeah, she still laughed about it last week. Oh, my. Yeah, and uh, I tell you, you know, because I've known Jesse for going on 20 years, I think, Mm -hmm. and uh, we've, we've done shows together, we've been in shows together, and I know a lot of what he's doing, And what's great is to see how much of a performer he becomes. He's a a very good magician to begin with, but his performance style, and I thought that night, of all the times that I've seen him do the majority of those routines, Mm -hmm. was the best rapport he ever had with an audience and it was just so fun to see <laughs> from both perspectives, as a friend of the performer mm-hmm. and as uh, somebody producing a show and, and looking at the audience react. Sure. And and so that was a great, uh, but uh, yeah, he'd love that, especially since he's a hop, skip, and a jump away down there in Brandon. Absolutely. Yeah. That's,
4: that's what he said when, he, when yeah. I gave him a tour. Um, and yeah, so that's going to be uh, so much fun. Yeah. Uh, getting, uh, you know, getting Mo the the live audience and a little bit of recognition just singularly about her work yeah, that, that she kind of deserves.
1: Yeah, she's great. No doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, so you'll get a taste of what she can do. Uh, and if you've never seen her act, well, you got to get to something she's in sometime too, because she is fun.
4: Exactly. Great
1: time. And uh, so, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. speaking of Storytellers Anonymous, yeah, anything booked upcoming
4: at uh, uh, MCAP for them? Uh, we're kicking around a couple ideas. Okay. Um, you know, we, we have, uh, I have some things swimming around in my head mm-hmm. that I just need to um, talk to a couple people about and get out, you know, put out into the world so that way I actually get around to, <laughs> to making it happen. Uh, but yeah, things are... Uh, things are happening behind the scenes with that.
1: Excellent. Um, so you're putting the bait on the hook at this point, then. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. We've got, uh, uh, but uh, you know you've uh, had uh, three shows basically. You know there mm-hmm. were two that were one man <clears throat> shows back to back, two nights in a row, and then uh, Rachel Corey, mm-hmm. and then uh, Miss Lacey. Uh, Macy, Macy. God, what? Oh, Macy, Sorry. Macy Lynn. That's yeah, what I, yeah. That's where I got it. I happen. Do you give me dyslexia? Is that it? Uh, I think there was one other time on a show that uh, you had to correct me. I'm not sure if it's
4: that or the fact that we're nursing a Jack Daniels right now.
1: Could be that. (laughs) (laughs) Could be that. Cheers. Cheers to you, my friend. Uh, But uh, she got some recognition, was a nominee at Sioux Mm -hmm. Falls Stage Awards uh, for her one-person show. Uh, My name is Rachel Corey.
4: Wow. Yeah.
1: Just, uh, I think what I'm just so amazed by every time i go to a production in this town something hits me that tells me my god we've got talent yeah yeah it's nice that we can kind of you know say oh hey you should come to the Sioux empire we've got a lot of great stuff going on but when you actually sit down and think about it and you look to the people that are on stage look to the people doing lights sound whatever and and all the other arts that yeah. we have too uh, costumes. Yes, Cindy Bucky, oh yeah, Cindy Baki yeah. was uh, recognized. It was yeah. a nominee, and just excellent stuff. So it, it's it's just there's a lot of pride in it if you're a fan of arts and entertainment, and especially when it comes to the theater, because there's so many more people involved in that in just one performance. Absolutely. What do you find the most fun about uh, your job? Was managing artistic director for mcap oh
4: um i mean besides being on my show (laughs) (laughs) sure besides that um leaving that off the table because that is uh, (laughs) always number one um i think you know um i think some of the most stressful things are also they become the most exciting things in because of achievement right Yeah. yeah so uh at this point you know um Corson's been a member of the theater community for 40 years. And, and, you know, having been there, you know, starting my ninth season with them, um, you know, looking back and seeing, you know, the accomplishments that we're able to do um, with such a small space Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, you know, the standards that we've been able to keep up uh, with it, uh, there are days when I turn to my my board members, my actors, um, and I, I just turn to them and I say, "I were so st- stupidly lucky to be able to be <laughs> to, to be doing this," you know. So um, uh, I think just the fact that. Um, It exists. And the high bar that we're able to continually set, um, reinventing our space, uh, and telling really meaningful stories. Uh, that's, that's what it's all about for me at MCAP. And that's, uh, the direction that we've been growing in for the Mm -hmm. past five or six years and really seeing that come together and, 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 um, having more people recognize, uh, that we're really good at it. Um, it feels really good. Yeah. And it's, you know, and I, I don't say that to pat my own back, but the the cloud of people that have stuck around MCAP and made it better, um, they're inspiring. They're, they're so much fun to work with, uh, and I'm constantly humbled, and I feel like the idiot in the room, which is exactly where I want to be. <laughs>
1: i like that i'm gonna save that <laughs> as a quote sometime or yeah. a clip from this when we do a, a big anniversary show or something all right uh well you know the typical last two questions that i, sure. I have you know when it sure. comes to oh
4: can i mention two more dates of course great yes uh, so in addition to everything that we have you know structured and planned events that we're doing uh we're also throwing open our doors on uh july 29th and august 5th uh we're doing um some uh, work days with the board Uh, just to, you know, just to, to clear out some old stuff, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, uh, get ready to go for the most extravaganza on the 6th. On the 6th. Uh, So July 20, uh, 29th and August 5th, um, we'll be doing a lot of uh, tear down, repair, Mm -hmm. rebuild, toss out. Uh, So that's a really great time for our community to get together and, and, uh, really enjoy each other's company and also maybe help me not throw out my back. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: Very true. All right. So the uh, the final two questions as per usual. When you're not part of the arts and entertainment uh, crowd and scene, what do you like to be entertained
4: by? Oh, um, this summer, uh, now that I just recently... M- moved, uh, mm-hmm. to a slightly bigger apartment, uh, where my oven works correctly. I've been, re-dis- <laughs> I've, it's, it was stupid for an entire year. Um, but I'm rediscovering my love of cooking and baking, mm. I've written it off for a mm-hmm. while because I went through just a terrible sp- string where nothing was turning out, but, um, uh, now things are okay. working again. So, uh, I'm really enjoying that. Uh, my kid's two and a half. Yeah, uh, Jonas. Yeah, I know. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so watching him just discover everything. Oh, cool. Uh, he's turned into a weird Star Trek nerd already. <laughs> already, uh, yeah. already, and it's so great because uh, he'll just sing along to the theme song, uh, and <laughs> it's it's so fun. Uh, so uh, he's just constantly a source of of uh replenishing joy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Any other uh, hobbies then that uh, um, keep you occupied? Yeah,
4: yeah. Um, every time I, I'm i on here, I mention Dungeons & Dragons. Yes, you do. Uh, yeah. Which is so hard because my group are all actors and theater <laughs> people. They're uh, Mike Richards and yeah. Ryan Howe and uh, and uh, Macy and then uh, some dear friends of mine involved in Comic-Con or Supercon and it's some Super other Con, stuff. Yeah. So uh, we're pulled in a million directions. So I'm constantly on the edge of my seat about uh, so i'm calling all of you out when are we meeting again <laughs> have to have one I have to <laughs> exactly I, I need my dnd yeah. fix right yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> all right
4: john i'm looking at you
1: yeah <laughs> all right my friend cheers thank you and uh, we will be back to finish up wrap up the dave holly hour in just a moment ladies when it's time to give your nails some love get that extra special treatment from quality nails on south minnesota avenue in sioux falls manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic zaya and tony provide professional care for your hands and feet whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair oh and guys it's okay to treat yourself too quality nails call for an appointment 605-334-1463
0: check out the new ceramic studio in sioux falls conveniently located off kiwanis avenue on 5th street tjs ceramics bisque studio time or finished custom items are available visit tjs ceramics studio in sioux falls today from the Dipsy Doodle Studios at the world headquarters of Big D Entertainment, a 40-square-foot home studio in the middle of America, it's Dave Holly.
1: Thanks again to my great guests, John Gaskins and Brian Shipper. And, of course, thank you for listening, downloading, sharing, and following on social media. And appreciate the cups of coffee. Now, if you haven't done so so far, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, which automatically you entered for Pizza with a Podcaster. If you want to hear all 189 episodes, or at least you know search through them and find the people that you like, <laughs> every one of them is available online at DaveHollyHour.com. As the Sioux Falls Arts Council says, "Together we art." As Arts South Dakota says, "Home is where the art is." As I say, put some art in your heart. Remember, my name is Dave Holly, and for me, every day is a holiday.
0: The Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by TJS Ceramics. Boutique, The Sky in Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffett Entertainment, and Sonny's Pizzeria. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, simply buy Dave a cup of coffee. Go to DaveHollyHour.com and look for a coffee cup icon in the lower left. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment.